0: podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 170 of the OrthoEvalPal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we are gonna be talking about the Sperling's test or Spurling maneuver. We are gonna be talking about what it's used for, how it's performed, uh, what a positive test looks like, and what to do when you have a positive test, and so much more. But if you don't mind holding for a second, we are gonna hear a word from our sponsors.
0: Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Maine Lee Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit easyglidersocks.com. That's easyglidersocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first EasySlant.
1: Welcome back. So as you may already know, I see a lot of cervical spine dysfunction. And for those of you who um, are not familiar with me and OrthoEvalPal, I see a lot of cervical spine problems, okay? Um, for some reason, uh, I just seem to collect cervical spine issues. Uh, I did do some uh, some research with Hudson University at one point and uh, really uh, took a... a, a A passion to the cervical spine. And so today, what I thought we would do is just keep this show short and sweet. I'm going to talk about one special test that I like to do with the cervical spine. We're going to break that down, make it really easy for you to Understand, easy to perform and interpret. Okay, so once you have a positive test, what do you do with it, and and how do you perform this test? So the name of this test is a Spurling test and or Spurling maneuver, and I'm sure you've heard of it in the past, and a lot of people um, do this test, but I'm not quite sure that everybody. Understands what to look for in regards to symptoms um, once you do the test and when it's positive. So what is it used for when you're evaluating the cervical spine? Well, if you have a herniated disc in the cervical spine and/or some nerve root compression, it could be because the foramen is getting a little bit small. Uh, you may have some spurs off of the facet joint causing some compression to that nerve root and um, you know, it can give you some discomfort. It can give you discomfort down the arm, down the chest or the scapular region. Now, how do you perform this test? There are a couple different ways, and um, I will tell you what really works well for me and why I don't do it in other ways. So some people like to just laterally flex the head and neck and put compression on the head at the same time. And I don't particularly like that. Um, I don't find the extra compression is very useful. The way I like to do this test is if the patient is having ridiculous symptoms on the right side, let's say, I will have them laterally tilt their head to the right side rotate to the right side and extend the cervical spine at the same time and if you do all three of those and I do them I'm, I'm really gentle and and slow with this I don't really rush into this I, I passively do that myself so I put my hand on the top of their head and I laterally flex them I rotate them to the same side and I extend them and I'm looking for some ridiculous symptoms okay now, Most places you look up the Sperling maneuver, they will tell you that it's just radiculopathy, pain down the arm. And that is not true. Okay. You can have pain down the arm. You can have an increased pain in your chest. We have identified, I don't know how many people with herniated discs who thought they were having heart attacks just by doing the Sperling test. And so when you do that test, if they have a sudden increase in anterior chest discomfort, especially anterior shoulder, um, lateral pectoral region, even into the, into the axilla, that is a positive spurling test, okay? Many people who have a herniated disc or nerve root compression will have scapular pain. If you do a spurling test and they develop an increase in scapular pain, then that is a positive test also. Now the spurling test is not positive. If you do the maneuver, and they have localized pain in the cervical spine without radiculopathy. So remember that if you laterally flex them, rotate them to the same side and extend them, and they put their finger right on, you know, the C4, C5, C5, 6 area, and they say the pain is right there in my neck, but nothing is going down the arm or in the chest or in the scapula, then that is a negative Spurling test, okay? But it can be an indicator of a facet syndrome. And so you may wanna change your direction a little bit if the pain stays local in that region, okay? So what I would do is, um, you know, if you do have a positive test, I would then get into, you know, a Bacotti sign, I would do the marquee maneuver, um, deep tendon reflexes, I do a full cervical spine clearing exam to see if you think if you still think this is a cervical spine radiculopathy, um, and if it is coming from nerve root compression. So again, one of my favorite tests, a Spurling test is, um, I will link the Bacotti sign and the marquee maneuver and deep tendon reflexes, how I like to do them and full cervical spine clearing. I will have a bunch of links uh, for videos in the show notes today. And make sure that um, if you are watching this on YouTube, you give us a thumbs up and subscribe. And uh, if you want to help out the show, please uh, hit the applaud button. And um, please stay tuned for more. We have uh, more of these special tests coming up. And I think we're just going to simplify this, do one test at a time and um, break it down. So it's just a lot easier for you to understand and um, to apply the next time you see a patient. So again, folks, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate your time and take care.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.